Hey guys, welcome back to Flawed and Free, where we equip you with the tools and strategies to break free from demonic oppression and bondage through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure in supporting you on your journey from your now to your next. Follow me at Flawed and Free and be set free. Glory be to God. I am so glad for those of you who have returned for another episode. And for those of you that this is your first time, thank you for joining. So this week, our topic to discuss is fear. Fear of the unknown and going from fear to freedom. So I, before I even take another word and another step forward as usual would like to invite the holy spirit in thank you holy spirit thank you father thank you god thank you lord for the opportunity god to be a vessel in this platform for your glory god we invite you into this space god we invite you god that none of me shows up god but all of you shows up God, I thank you, God, in advance for whatever it is that you have desired to give to your people this day. God, I just pray, God, that whatever they receive in this message, God, that it will, it will be exactly what they have been looking for, seeking, searching, and desiring that will help them to transform, to renew their minds, and to spiritually mature them in every way. God, I thank you in advance in Jesus' name. Amen. So, y'all, I got some serious convo for y'all today. In all honesty, as you guys are aware, I'm very <laughs> transparent, um, super raw, and super real. And so I just don't know any other way to give it to you other than that because that's just who I am. So today I actually was planning on talking about um, getting started on some of the deliverance understanding and and, um, knowledge and podcasts. And as usual, the Holy Spirit has his way and I'm always following and being led by the Spirit because this is his platform. This is his platform and he has entrusted you all to me. Um, And so it's very important that I take great care of whatever it is that he wants to say. And so sometimes there are things that he uses, even in my personal life, that he will um, unction me to share. And it's a very vulnerable moment and a very vulnerable place to be. But if it'll help set someone free, it is all worth it. So today's discussion is about a personal situation I actually went through this week and I just want to start out by saying that fear don't belong here okay and so maybe you will need to even recite that aloud to yourself and just say to yourself and speak and shift the atmosphere by saying 
fear, you don't belong here. And I make light of that now, but in the moment, it literally gripped and grabs me by the throat. No lie. And it almost just came out of nowhere, right? It was a demonic attack. Um, for many of you that have been following my show um, or just me over the course of time, no, for over the last 20 years, roughly, um, I've been a registered, I've been a registered nurse and um, nurse practitioner, right? And so God transitioned and shifted my life into full-time ministry. And as life would have it, over the COVID pandemic, I was one that lost my job in August. And so it's one thing to walk by faith and to preach faith and to support others in growing their faith. But when it comes to you really activating, exercising, and and um, partnering with the Holy Spirit in these moments of faith, they are humbling. It's a humbling um, place to be. Um, and so over the course of time, like, oh, it was easy to adjust my situation based upon what I was capable of doing, what I had within my grasp to do. Um, I've told people before I had a plan A, I had a plan B, a plan C, and sometimes a plan D for everything. And so as the Lord has transitioned me and moved me from glory to glory, as he has broken and taken and and filled and refilled and replenished he has he's doing a new thing he's doing a new thing in my life and into anyone's life that he that you will allow right and sometimes it's uncomfortable unfamiliar and it can appear to be foreign territory but in the release from my job it is actually opened up when that door shut there was just so many doors that have opened in my life and even so many that I'm kind of still waiting in the hallway in, you know what I'm saying, where God has said, hey, this door is coming. It's it's your help is on the way. Be patient and wait. And that is the moment where you really need to tap in, tap, 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 tap in to God and to his unchanging hand into his faith I'm sitting here now just (laughs) recalling the week's events as I'm going in and explaining to you guys how I was battling fear Um, and though you may be attacked even in the waiting room on the way to the promise you gotta fight back You have to fight back. Literally in my mind, even though I knew that this was an an attack of the enemy, I knew that it was already a fixed fight, but I was still struggling in my mind, in my heart, um, just with the fear of the unknown. And I noticed that most times, If there's something that I'm up against 
and I can clearly see some sort of resolution or possibility, um, then I don't seem to fear it as much because I'm like, okay, it could either be A or it could be B or, you know, worst case scenario, you know, best case scenario. But what do you do when you have no clue (laughs) where there ain't no point A, point B, plan A, plan B, you just have no clue. One thing I do know is that since August of 2020 to the present day, God has not left me hungry, homeless, destitute, in lack, any of the above. So why with this one particular day, I would question his ability to come through in my life when he's come through over and over and over and over again. So I knew that this particular day that this was a demonic attack. And I said, you know what? I am not fin to do this. Okay. We cannot spend my entire day feeling depressed and oppressed and concerned, anxious and and full of worry because I knew that this was a sin. This was not what God intended. And I also knew that as I draw closer to him and as he continues to expand and enlarge and increase my territory, as he continues to pour in revelation, as he continues to, to spiritually mature me and grow me and prepare me as he continues to, to do all of these things as I release my will and surrender my whole entire self to him, that the closer I get, the more the enemy wants to distract me, to deter me, to frustrate me and, and, and to, to make me be concerned about the fear of the unknown of what's, what, what's ahead, how God is going to do it, when he's going to do it, what happens if he doesn't do it. I was like, what? This has got to be a joke. So, um, some of you may know, um, I have a 16 year old daughter and my daughter is a phenomenal athlete. She plays basketball and she's an excellent um, in academics. Um, God has just really, truly blessed me and her in a number of ways. And so I was um, take in a training course um, with her. She gets um, some training. She was just selected in um, elite play so she plays pretty much year round um she's been playing for years um in elite aau or what some people would call select ball and um she plays high school um ball here um and she's been on varsity um since she's a freshman and next year she'll be going into her junior year so i may have a four-year letterman on my hands y'all But God has given her this natural talent, knack and ability just in in basketball and a number of other different areas. She's a creative um, amongst many other things. Um, So here we are and we're at this um, at training and with her trainer, her basketball trainer. And I was already concerned because 
um, you know, it costs, you know, it costs an hourly, you know, feed for her to um, receive this basketball training. And in addition to that, um, anybody that has a kid that plays any sort of competitive athletic sport in the elite sector knows that this can become a pretty costly um, um, event, a pretty costly activity for them to be involved in because she is um, on EYBL. So it's like a Nike sponsored um, EYBL elite youth basketball league is what that means and so um, she tried out for a team and made the team and they asked her they pretty much pulled her off the court and was like who are you what's your name Um, and you know that just speaks to how your gift will make room for you right um, and my daughter just enjoys playing, right? She don't care who she play for, where she go, if she travel, if she doesn't travel. She just loves to play. And so as a parent who has seen her potential, her her natural talent and ability, you want to support that. And so in this season, things have been different, right? As God has transitioned me from the old and he's passing me through into the new and he's assisting me with assisting and supporting y'all with getting from your now to the next. You know, I have my share of of testimonies and and attacks from the enemy. And so there's no way I could tell you how how to over, overcome if he didn't allow me to go through the wilderness. If he didn't allow me to experience some of the things from my past that I could say, listen, listen here, sis, don't go down that trail. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt. And so he's positioned and positioned me in this platform on this podcast and in other areas as a public speaker and um, and a prayer warrior just to really be able to speak to people and for him to use me to meet people in this space that they're in and to help them um, just as he sent people to help me. So this particular day, uh, we had completed her training with her trainer and we we're talking about some of um, the traveling, the traveling expenses and um, places that they would be going for, you know, starting pretty much next week through the end of the summer. And so I was kind of looking at the schedule and I'm like, OK, they're going to Chicago, Atlanta, um, you know, all these different places, San Antonio, um, just for all of these different um, um, elite basketball tournaments. And I immediately felt this sense of fear, just grappling fear, like I almost just took my breath away for a second because the enemy was saying things like, how are you going to be able to afford this? You know, um, I'd have a third child at home who generally they're both with their dad for the summer. But my daughter's basketball pretty much keeps her tied up. And my son decided that he wanted to stay with me this summer. He didn't want to go visit my um, his dad, my ex-husband. So he said, no, I'm not going. I'm staying. And so immediately I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm thinking about plane tickets, COVID-19, 
you know, restrictions and traveling requirements, hotel fees, rental car fees, um, you know, just a number of things that would be required in order to support my daughter in this elite um, basketball. So for a second, I was like, oh, maybe I should have pulled this out for this summer. Maybe I shouldn't have um, followed through with the request. You know, maybe I should have sat out this summer. I mean, all of these things were just racing through my head. And I felt my heart kind of beating fast for a moment. And my daughter kind of, she could tell that my, that my mood had shifted. And she's like, mom, you know, no need to worry. God's got us. And, um, you know, we just, we just, everything's going to be okay. And I heard her, but like, I didn't hear. And I'm like, yeah, easy for you to say, right? (laughs) All you got to do is go out there and play a game. You know, I got to figure out how to feed you, how to finance this, how to, and also still, you know, um, keep up with my bills, you know, my rent, my car note, my insurance, my this, you know, and as we all have responsibilities and things of that nature. And so just, I just felt this overwhelming sense of fear, like what you going to do, how you going to do it, where it's coming from. What if it, what if you don't have it? What if it's not enough? What just, what if, what if, what if, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So I was in quickly. I was like, okay, let's, let's go. Let's go. Um, I need to I need to restructure my mind and realign it with the spirit of God because I my spirit was fighting. My spirit was fighting because it was like, no, nah, this ain't what we here for, right? It's like this this ain't what we doing. This ain't what we here for. You know better than this. So I was rebuking the enemy, um, but my flesh, right? My flesh was, my flesh was warring, but my spirit was willing. And so I was just going through this little tug of war in my mind and the battlefield of your mind is something else, man. I'm telling you when, when the devil comes with those thoughts, you quickly, you ain't got no time to let them settle in and seed and plant and and plant into your mind because then it quickly begins to grow and into something that you just you ain't ready for so I tell my daughter we pretty much kind of ride home in silence because I'm still battling in my mind I'm still battling in my mind and I'm like Lord Jesus just taking deep breaths in my heart and just remembering what God had already has already done what he was doing even to the present day and just reminding myself who I am and who he is and pretty much telling the devil he was a liar and trying to keep it all together before my children I didn't want to break down in front of the trainer and and her girlfriend and her mom and I didn't want to break down in the car because I needed to see the drive home but I was I, I just the fear of the unknown just not knowing 
right? Not knowing how, not knowing when, not knowing who, not knowing if I was going to have enough, not knowing if God, do you want me to reach out? Do you want me to sell chicken dinners? Do you want me to sell my car? You want me to go home and pack up everything and sell the TV? Do you, you know, and all these things that just go through your mind, trying to go ahead of God, like, but I don't want to go ahead of you, God. And I want to do your will. And I want to wait on you because I know that you got a plan. I know that you know more than I know. And God forgive me for even thinking these thoughts. And then you start going into mild forms of condemnation and all these things. And then you start rebuking that. And so it was just like a whole bite. Okay, y'all. And I don't know if any of y'all can relate, but I'm sure you can because I think all of us have been here. So we get home and I get home and my safe space is home, right? Um, I can pray anywhere, right? In the car, around the corner, in the bathroom, in the living room. I pray all over this place, on the balcony. But my safe space, my quiet space is my personal intimate spaces in my prayer closet. And your girl be in there sometime, depending on um, how the Lord leads. I got water bottles in there. I got tissues in there. I got candles in there. I got anointing oil in there. I got all kind of stuff in there. I got blankets and pillows and and um, kneeling pillows for prayer. Because when I tell you I lay before the Lord, I lay, I pray um, and all of that, this is just my, 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 my space with him. And I could not wait, man. I kicked off my shoes and I took off to my, to my room into my closet. And I just needed to just steal away to my safe space. So I go into my safe space and I just kneel down on the ground and I'm trying not to even cry, repeating, repeating it. Um, I kneel down and I'm a woman of many words um, all the time. And, um, if you know, sometimes we just have those moments where we just don't even have words. Right. You just you just cry out to God. You just cry out. And I just remember kneeling down in the closet, just kneeling down and dropping my head. And I was just like, God. You know exactly what I'm getting ready to say. I ain't getting ready to, I'm not going to dress it up. I'm not going to pull out every scripture in the, in the Bible right now. I'm just going to be transparent before you, God. And just tell you that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I trust you. And I remember that clearly. I remember saying, I don't know. But there's one thing I know is that I trust you. I trust you in every single situation of my life. Even this, even those things that I don't know. Even though I don't know how you're going to do it. Even though I don't know when you're going to do it. Even though I don't know what or when. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I know that you're going to come through. I know you're going to make a way. 
I just know. I just know, right? That's just all I know. So I spent a great deal of time. Then I felt some release in my spirit as I asked the Holy Spirit to pray and intercede for me as I asked Jesus Christ, our chief intercessor, to pray for me as I began to pray in the spirit and just be vulnerable, you know, before God, just, just literally just lay my heart on the floor and just ask for help. Sometimes though we don't know and we fear the unknown, even if you know what you're afraid of, right? I'm afraid to fail. I'm afraid that people, um, won't understand me or I'm afraid that I won't be successful or I'm afraid whatever sometimes we know but sometimes I think it's worse when you just don't know when you just don't even know what you're afraid of you just know that you're afraid and I told God I said God I'm, I'm scared I said I'm scared I'm nervous I'm scared I know this is not of you. I know that this is a demonic attack. I started binding and rebuking every demonic power that was associated and connected to the emotion and the fear and all that I was feeling in that moment. And I just continued to give it to the Lord. I just continued to give it to him. And then I just felt a release to just start to just say, you know what, God, but I still, I thank you. And despite, despite the situation, I thank you. I thank you for this. And I just started thanking him. I thank you, God, for my health and strength. God, I thank you. I thank you, God, for protecting me and my children from COVID. I thank you, God, for from August to, what is this, March, from August to March for paying my rent, for paying my bills, for keeping me afloat, for keeping food in my refrigerator, for taking care of my children, for helping me to minister to your people. God, thank you. 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 And so I went into this extreme sense of gratitude and I just began to feel the spirit, that heaviness that was on me lift up off of me. And then I began to just cry out and the scripture started to come to me. Second Timothy, I started to quote that one and seven. God, you didn't give me the spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. The Holy Spirit just started to download more scripture into my spirit to receive and to and to pray and to partner and to speak into the atmosphere as I began to speak into the atmosphere it started to shift and I started to feel empowered and strengthened and even though I was still crying and and, and swinging literally in the air hangers is flying you know and I'm in there swinging and praying and crying and just decreeing and declaring the word of God and I asked God in to forgive me, to forgive me. And I repented for my unbelief. And I, and I said, Lord God, I believe, I believe, but help my unbelief, help my unbelief. Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me. And I, and I stood up, I went from sitting down to standing and decreeing, declaring, repenting and asking God for his forgiveness. And so as I ask God to help me with my unbelief, that actually is a scripture that comes out of Mark 9, 23 and 24. I read it to you. 
Mark 9 and 23, starting 23 says, um, what do you mean if I can? This is the NLT version. Jesus asked, anything is possible if a person believes. And this is written in red in the scripture. So this is what Jesus Christ is saying in Mark 9 um, in this scripture he is a uh, Jesus is healing a demon possessed boy. So Jesus is performing deliverance um, on a boy that was that was oppressed with a deaf, dumb and mute spirit. And so this is deliverance that is getting ready to happen for this young boy. And there were many people that stood around to include the disciples and to cast out this evil spirit, but they weren't able to do it. And it was because of their unbelief. It was because they were lacking faith that they were not able to be delivered. And so I literally came into agreement with 923 saying, God, you know, anything is possible this scripture, Jesus says, anything is possible if a person believes. In verse 24, it says, the father instantly cried out. This is the father of the child. He said, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And so it was in that moment that Jesus rebuked the evil spirit. And that evil spirit and commanded it to come out of the boy and the boy was delivered. The spirit screamed and threw this boy down into this violent um, convulsion as um, which happens a lot, you know, in deliverances, not every time. And we'll talk more about deliverance and what that looks like for those of you that don't know. But deliverance um, is not always like that. Sometimes it's just you praying and believing by faith and God just coming to your rescue and delivering you in that moment. And in that moment, I needed deliverance. I needed to be delivered from the demonic strong man called the spirit of fear, that spirit of heaviness. I needed to come off of me. I needed it out. I needed it away from me as I rebuked the enemy and as I repented and renounced it before God and I told God listen I believe you I trust you but help me in the areas where I doubt you help me in the areas where their unbelief resides in my mind in my in, in my will in my spirit to live and to continue to walk and do your work in Jesus name a lot of what I do um is is there's no monetary gain you know um in 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 ministry right um most of what I do, actually, there's no there's no monetary sort of attachment or value um, that's added to it. But the eternal reward and the treasures that are being stored up in heaven by the uh, you know by the work and the call on my life in ministry and in the call that He's given me to serve others as a servant of God, I have an eternal treasure. That is being stored up in heaven. And so even if I were to have gotten or received 
$50 for some of the, or a hundred dollars for a word that is given or for something that I'm doing. You know, if I were that, that's temporal. Now, mind you, we need to eat and live. And so this isn't like forever, right? All of these things aren't forever, but I move as led by the spirit. I do as by the spirit, my deliverances, I do not charge. They are free of charge to at no cost. And I will never, I don't care what the situation is, as much time and energy as they, as, as required, um, into these, God strengthens me. God supports me. God is my provider and he sends me the help that I need. And so I rely on him wholeheartedly, 100%. There is no amount of value monetarily that I could give or attach to deliverance and the work that God has called me to do. God was, uh, Jesus Christ was casting out demons and setting people, setting the captives free and set it from demonic oppression and bondage. And therefore my ministry will mimic and mirror his, and I will not ever, I don't care how desperate your girl get in these streets. I will never start charging for deliverance. Or anything else that he doesn't send me to um, put a value, put a put a monetary value on. But I said all that to say that it's even the conviction and the call is even greater, right? Because I am operating in obedience. You have to operate in obedience because we walk by faith and not by sight. And so it doesn't always look you know, like we think it should or, or the familiar from what we knew, like I was used to working and getting a paycheck, working and getting a paycheck, not even understanding that my value was more than the paycheck that I was receiving, but that's what I was used to. That's what was familiar to me. So as God has shifted me and moved me into new realms and has, has shaped me into a new person, and this is causing me to operate under new under new management, right? <laughs> no longer am I under management of myself, but under his management. And so I am being directed and led by him and the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. And so there's no greater gift. There's no greater treasure. There's no greater hope than the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. And it looks crazy to the secular, to the world. It looks crazy to everybody else. But I'm going to tell you right now, even these small moments of hopelessness, right, or despair, where I feel distraught or distressed. There's nothing compared to how I used to feel when I was getting a check every day and I was stressed out, worried, falling out, just sick half of the time. There was no peace in my life. I have peace that I've never had, that I have now. I have clarity and sight that I've never had. And God continues to meet me in this space. And he has sent people to help me, to support me, to lead me into guide me. And so sometimes we have a moment, 
We have a moment just as long as you knuckle up in the spirit and you fight back and you don't let the seeds of the enemy plant and take root in your mind. You rebuke that word when it comes to you, when the enemy is seeking to devour and to and to take you down mentally. You go, you got 30 seconds to rebuke that word, uproot it, uplant it, and 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 you got 30 seconds literally to rebuke the devil the the spirit of God the word of God says if you rebuke and resist the devil then he shall flee he must flee he will leave you just as he left me in my closet he left me he left he had no choice but to leave because I had to tell him who I was and whose I was. I had to literally, no matter how my flesh felt, no matter how much I wanted to go and open up my computer and go back to go back to the hospital and go find something else. No matter how much I said, I cannot do it. I've come too far. I can't look back like Lot's wife. Those, those days are old past gone. And now I'm going into a new season, into a new place in a new space. And I have to trust God. And I'm closing my eyes in faith and I'm walking with him and it ain't nothing I I can see. There's nothing that I'm going to let scare me or deter me or distract me or delay me. I'm going to continue to knuckle up and buck up, pull my big girl panties up and we going forth. We are moving forward. We are not waiting on the enemy to knock me upside my head and pin me down. I don't have time for that. I have to trust in him and all things. Things. And so I am telling you that when fear comes upon you, when you feel the fear and whatever it is, whether you may know what you're afraid of or you fear the unknown, like I was fearing the unknown, you take that to God because he knows he knows everything and all things and you take it to him and he knows your future. He knows your present and even your past and he will forgive you even in those moments of doubt and unbelief, just as I went before the Lord and repented and said, God, take this cup from me. Lord, take this from me. I repent. I ask for your forgiveness. God, help my unbelief. God, help my doubt. God, help me Help me to not fear and worry about what you're doing and how you're doing it, God, but trust you. Let me just continue to seek and search you out and continue to God to wait upon you. Wait upon you. When you say move, I'm a move. When you say stand, I'm a stand. When you say sit, I'm a sit. When you say be still, I'm a be still and know that you are God. Know that you are God, not me, you. There's no plan that I could come up with, that I could devise, that I could construct, that I could plot or scheme for myself. There's nothing that I could do that will supersede what your plans are for me. So therefore, I will wait. And I will continue to wait on you until I see what I say. Until I see the promises of God manifest and be made manifest in my life as a kingdom partner, as a kingdom ambassador, as a child of God, as a child of the most high God, as a servant of God. I am a part of his royal priesthood. I am not a pauper in the land. 
I will not see lack. I will not see poverty. I will not see see debt overwhelm me. I will not see, no, this is not my portion. I refuse to receive it. I refuse to take it and I will fight back and I'm going to keep fighting back. Every time the enemy comes for me, every time he tries me, I'm coming back even harder. I'm coming back even stronger. And that's what you got to do. You got to come back harder, come back stronger, come back harder. Use the word of God. Pull out your sword, which is the spirit of truth, which is the word of God. Decree and declare and speak the word. Shift the atmosphere. Tell the enemy who you are. Tell tell him who God is, which he already knows. But you tell him who you come, the authority in which you come. And he cannot have you. So I'm just going to pray. Right now, as I close, I wanted to share that vulnerable space with you just to say that no matter what, don't give up. No matter what, don't lay down. Don't lay down with the devil. Don't lay down with him. Get up. Pray up. Posture yourself and your heart before God. Let him take it from you. Don't try to take it on for yourself. Take it to him. Give it to him. Let it go. Let God. Let him have it. Let him move. Let him speak. Let him have his way. And you obey. You get out of the way. If there's anything you're going to do, do one of those things. Don't give in. Don't give up. I hope that was encouraging to you all today. And um, I pray that it blessed you. Whew. I didn't know if I was going to make it through, y'all. I felt I felt some of them thug tears coming out. Y'all forgive your girl over here because I almost broke down on y'all there for a second. But thank you for riding it out with me. <laughs> I was just identifying with that moment. I could feel it like it was just yesterday and it was literally like some days a couple of days ago and I just felt it again but glory be to God God rescued me God helped me God came to my rescue and so one thing I did forget and how could I forget but as I prayed that prayer and God released me and lifted that spirit up off of me and out of me. I literally came out the closet feeling like the lion of Judah. <laughs> I walked out and um, was tired from all those, all that hanger slanging and praying um, and fighting. And I came out and I went to lay it down on my bed just to rest my mind and to rest my eyes. And guess what? Instantly I get a call and I look at my phone and it's my sister in Christ, one of my close sisters in Christ. And she calls me and instantly she hears my voice and she says, she has a, she's a prophetic voice as well. And she says, um, hey, sis. I say, hey. She said, got a second? I said, yeah. Um, she said, what do you know about kingdom finance? I didn't even know how to answer the question. I'm like, uh, was she just... Is it, God, is this you? Right. What do you know about kingdom finance? I said, I, I know a considerable amount, but there's always room for improvement. She says, no, no, no. I mean, like, what what are you comfortable? What do you know 
um, comfortably about reaping and sowing, about reaping and sowing. And I'm like, "Mm, I think I'm okay, but um, what you got? Because when I tell you, my sis, oh, Jesus, she's the truth in the spirit. Y'all think I'm some, this sister right here is the truth in the spirit. I'm talking about preacher, teacher, prophetic, prayer warrior, woman of God, virtuous. I mean, she, she lit y'all. She lit, she lit, she lit for real, for real. I thank God that he partnered us as sisters, sisters, the way we are like, we're, we're really, really close. Um, but also as sisters in Christ. And I sat there and I, I, threw my legs over the side of the bed and I said, God, I see you. I see you. I see you. Because one of my prayers was whether I know you're my source, you're my source. So whatever you use as the resource, send it. Whatever you use, whether you give me the money, whether you send me the help, whether you give me the strategy, whether you send me a person, I need to hear from you now. That was part of my prayer. Like literally, I was like now, like now I'm expecting it. I need it to come now. I need you to show me, tell me, give it to me now. I need an open vision, a closed vision, a dream, uh, uh, a word, an angel to appear, some miracle signs and wonders. Listen, I need it now. I need freedom. I need help. And come out of there and literally five, not it wasn't even five minutes after I came out of my closet. Here come my sister with those questions. And I just chuckled under my breath, y'all. I just laughed and I said, You funny, God. You funny. You (laughs) I said, You funny. You funny. You funny. But I see you though. But I see you and I thank you because trust me, God's been talking a lot to me um, for some time since since I was released from the job before the new year came. He had some accounting and budgeting things he was having me put into place. And I'm just listening to the Holy Spirit. He's like, yeah, do this. Okay, do that. Okay, when this happens, then I want you to do this. Okay, now when this happens, I want you to do Okay, now I want you to do these declarations. Now I need you to. So financially, he's been setting me up. And so I've been going through, going through, listening to the Holy Spirit, going through, going through, listening to the Holy Spirit. He's like, okay, now do this. Okay, now do that. Okay. And so there's a lot of things that he's constructing, even for flawed and free, that I haven't been able to release yet because he's not ready for me to release them. And I'm like, okay, God, well, how am I going to move from A to Z? How am I going to get from A to B? Like, what are we doing now? Sometimes he's like, sit, be still. And I'm like, no, what are we doing? So when he when he had her, he used her, right? He used my sister in Christ, called me with this kingdom finance discussion. I mean, literally a million dollar word. And so I was like, okay, sis, I'm listening. So I'm listening. She's like, you know what? God gave me this kingdom finance thing about reaping and sowing. Listen, um, I need you to to carve out some time in your schedule. I'm like, sis, I'm going to make time like ASAP. So I go to looking in my schedule, you know, looking to see when I can get her in. And I'm like, all right, let's get you in, you know, Monday. Cool. Um, So we have 
time set aside. She said, I was going to call you or do a Zoom, but I'm going to come to your house instead. And I said, look at God. I'm like, he he giving me front door service. And this is this is this is how God rolls. OK, he ain't, I ain't even got to leave my house. I ain't got to log in. When I tell you he bringing the word to me, to my house, to my lap, I ain't even got to bust a move. I ain't got to do nothing but bring my Bible. She says, sis, it's real meaty, but I promise you it's going to change your life. I promise you this that God gave me is going to change your life. And I said, I know what he's done in your life because I see and know her fruit very well. Um, And I also know and understand her anointing and the move of God. And what she got, I'm going to tell y'all, I wish I I could share it with y'all, but... God gave this to me. <laughs> Maybe I'll share it with y'all one day if led by the Lord. But um, I can tell you right now what she getting ready to put on me. I've gotten a lot. Her and I have prayed and studied and all this together. And your girl is lit, 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 lit in the spirit. I'm talking about revelatory knowledge, wisdom. Woo. I'm talking about off the heezy for sheezy. Do you understand me? So I'm already here. When I tell you I was counting down the days, I said, I'm already knowing when she come through this dome, baby. It's a million dollar e-course coming to my lap. I'm going to tell you what well, well, people is paying millions of dollars. I'm literally getting ready to get from the Lord's mouth for free. Okay. But I'm all about kingdom principle, kingdom finance, kingdom currency um, as a kingdom ambassador, um, kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. Um, we'll be talking more about that in the episodes to come. But I am honored to serve you all I am honored to be in this position and place I thank God for the help he sent me right sometimes your help don't look like you think that it's gonna look I told God listen here sir however you choose to do it I'm in full agreement with it whether you choose a person whether you choose a stranger whether you choose some an an unexpected check in the mail some money in the bank a scholarship a sponsorship whatever you choose to do I am here for it okay you could give me the plan tell me to write a book uh uh make a course um um, whatever it is it's gonna get done if that's what you want And so I thank God for the blessing he sent me instantaneously. Literally, I wasn't out that closet, but a few seconds long enough to go from my closet to my bed, which ain't that far. And God sent me help. Jesus in the skin. If you listening, Shamika, (laughs) he sent me somebody. Glory be to God. So I'm going to go ahead and close y'all in prayer. I'm going to close right now. Um, And it's it's a prayer for help. It's a prayer seeking and asking for God to to help. If you're in a similar position, then just partner in agreement with me in this prayer. And I will close out from there. Dear Heavenly Father, God, let us not be moved, oh God, by what we see, God, by what we hear, smell, touch, or taste. We are not moved by reason. We are only moved by your spirit and your word. And we know your voice and we hear your voice and we refuse to follow strangers. According to John 10 and 27, our seed is mighty upon the earth. 
Lord, I ask you to expand our territories, to fill us and increase us in the Holy Spirit and anointing with power. I ask you, Lord God, to lead us in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. God, I bless you and I praise you and I worship you and commit all that I am to you and that your perfect will be done through me in the name of Jesus. I ask God that you help me to cease from my own labors, God, and I do so by faith. I ask God for your help for myself and for those that are listening, that you give us the word that you want us to give to others. Lord God, forgive us and help us to follow your direction. Lord God, we ask God that you would send those that would receive the gift of salvation to me, to us, that we may witness to them. Let them ask and receive, Father God. God, we ask that you give us a clear mind and thoughts towards you, clear will towards you, and clear us of all emotional clutter in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask that we, you cause us to hear you louder and clearer and that we rest in full confidence in you. God, I ask you to release your love, God. Release your joy. Release your peace. Release your patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and long-suffering and self-control, God, to flow, oh God, over and in and throughout our life, oh God. God, I pray right now, God, that your fruit will abound in myself and in everyone that is listening to this prayer. God, I ask you, Father, for a clear, sharp, and healthy mind and body in you. Father, God, I ask for your perfect will being worked out through our lives and, and through the lives of those that we may touch, God, as you direct us. Father God, we ask you for eyes to see, for ears to hear, and a heart to comprehend and receive what the Holy Spirit has to say. God, we ask you to speak and do your perfect will in our lives for you, for ourselves, for our family. God, we ask you to guard us and our family with many angels, God that manifest as needed and we ask you God to make us alert awake and sharp and attentive in your thoughts and all of your ways God we ask that you prosper us and you prosper our hands to do what you wielded to do for you we ask you to renew us like youth like the eagles we ask for a heart that's like yours we ask for growth and maturity to walk in it into the fullest God in Jesus name Holy Spirit we pray oh God that you have your way in every single area of our lives, oh God. We ask you, God, to enter us, to cause us to enter into rest in the name of Jesus. We ask you, oh God, to release, God, your warring and ministering angels to minister and war on our behalf. God, fill us, fill your temple, God, with as much Shekinah glory as possible. Help us, oh God, to bear the cross that you have prepared for us and help those in our families. We ask the Holy Spirit, God, to speak to our hearts through your hallelujah God we ask God that you prepare us God with reverence and worship and with humility through your spirit hallelujah God we ask God that you take out of us add to us or do to us 
anything that you want, God. We ask God that your word, that we read it and that as we read it, that it be engrafted into us and become part of us, spirit, mind, will, and emotions, that the word of God becomes true and living in our life, in our mind, in our spirit. We decree and declare by your power that you are helping and causing us to be bold, to be dauntless and fearless and confident, to be intrepid and valiant and steadfast, faithful, true and loyal, oh God, for your name's sake, God. We ask, oh God, that you will deliver us, God, in every single area where we are blind, where we are naked and poor. God, we ask for your help. We ask you, oh God, to help us not to be the accuser of the brethren, but to teach others in gentleness, to be a help in season, to edify, to exhort, and to comfort others. God, we ask you, God, for your love and your grace. God, we ask God for grace from you, for peace from you from love that will flow and be administered to others by your spirit in me to manifest your presence in and through me we release all of these things God into your hands and we commit ourselves unto you trusting you completely totally and wholeheartedly and it is so God and so it shall be and it is done God as well as in the heavens God as well as in the earth God in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ Father God, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Until next week, you guys, I love you. You guys be blessed, and I will see you next week.